writers, agents, and publishers, for the first time since the Gutenberg Press, find themselves lost in a maze of mystery as technology alters the shape of the publishing industry. Searching for Answers is a group of writers throwing pop culture, writing, and publishing into a crucible of clarity, passion, and humor. This group is the Right Pack. In this episode of Right Pack Radio, it is our annual episode about gifts for writers. So if you're a writer and you're trying to figure out what to ask everybody else to give you, or if you happen to love a writer and you've got no clue what they might like, this episode is for you. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Right Pack Radio. This is your host, producer, David Allen Lucas, author of Crazy Things, and president of St. Louis Writers Guild, as well as president of Winding Trails Media. And with me today is my lovely wife, who is going to be listening to this episode as well as talking on it, because we're both hard to buy for each other <laughs> for our holidays, so she's already taking notes. She already told me she's going to on this one. So, Yeah, I'm Melanie Lucas, and I uh, may well be also suggesting to various relatives to listen to this episode. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Okay, and yeah. you're currently working on a fantasy Oh, book. yes, and right now it's... This is playing during NaNoWriMo, so yeah, I am working on diligently writing, what, is it 2,000 whatever words a day? Or? 2,000 words a day or 50,000 words by the end of the month, if yeah. I remember yeah. right. It's a, the, the words number of the day depends on how well you fit, hit the goal for the last day and the day oh, before that's that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Alright, uh, my name is Jennifer Solzer, I'm a children's book author and illustrator, and um, my my... Christmas list for writing is pretty much the same every year. Ten minutes to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and to our queen of the social butterflies. Hello, I'm LaShonda Hoffman. I'm the publisher of Shades of Romance magazine. Um, my favorite Christmas gift is Amazon gift cards. So you want to send me a card? I love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> And also with us today is the fantasy king of trombones and snakes. I'm sorry, this is a combination. I'm just, I, I'm just hanging it on you, Ryan. I don't care what other books you publish. Yeah, that's going to be a permanent marker. Snakes and trombones. So, I'm okay with that. What other writer are you going to get trombones and snakes in the same story? Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Uh, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm fantasy author Ryan B. Freeman. Uh, I'm also the founder and president of the Hannibal Writers Guild, um, and I have a bunch of stuff going on right now. Uh, I have a second uh, a book signing for illustrated and coloring book version of Trombones of Us, uh, illustrated by uh, our lovely Jennifer Solzer, and that'll be happening at Quincy Books on Black Friday, like usual. Mm-hmm. Um, and since it's April, uh, I'm hopefully... Uh, seeing the end in sight for the long-awaited sequel to Brainspeller. So, Yay! Here we go. Yeah. And speaking of, of having a tradition of selling a book or having your book come out on Black Friday, makes me wonder if our next person is going to have his book out. You're going to make him cry. I know I'm going to make him cry. I'm sorry. But the... Actually, actually so I won't make him cry. I'll promote him this time to the Vice Admiral of all... Uh, the dirigibles in the steampunk world. 
Yes, I am Brad R. Cook, and no, I don't have anything uh, coming out this Black Friday. Wow. Um, it uh, I will not be at Main Street Books for the first year in many, many, many years. Uh, so go out to, to Main Street Books on Black Friday. I might anyway, just out of some weird nostalgia. Uh, but yes, uh, I'm writing right now, which is why I'm not, I don't have tons of stuff out. So uh, I will have tons of stuff coming, and go get the comings. comes. <laughs> That sounds very bad. <laughs> and uh, in terms of Christmas uh, or any holiday that you've got coming up, uh, hmm, I, I have a list, so we'll get to that later. Excellent. <laughs> so with that, we're going to go ahead and just start right on in. Writers are unique individuals. I'm saying this to those who are not writers who have been listening to this episode. Because everybody else who is a writer around the world is going... Yeah, and in other news, the sky is blue. So, we are unique individuals. We find things that we need for our craft that people don't think about. And we get things sometimes as gifts for the holidays, and we're like, oh, thank you. And meanwhile, in our back of our mind is going, are you, are you insane? <laughs> do you have any clue what I need? Do you have any clue what I do as a writer? And the answer really is, they don't have a clue. Love them to death. No idea. So let's start throwing out. I know the internet's got a bunch. And normally in the past we look up a bunch of the internet posts and see what's out there and give some ideas. I'm not doing that. You guys all might around the panel might be doing that. I'm not doing that this year. I'm going to go straight from the top of my heart with these. So who has something that they want to... Oh, wait. Right? Besides gift cards, I've got LaShawn does so, LaShawn does, then I'll go over to Brad. Well, I got a whole list of stuff. I did a little mini survey on my page about it. I didn't even know we were doing this podcast, so yay! But, um, my, suggest, my, my suggestion for me, the ultimate gift would be a weekend at a hotel mm-hmm. that serves room service, so I don't even have to leave out the hotel. I can stay in there Eat and write. And I did that one weekend and it was fabulous. And now I would like to do it every quarter. So, Clyde Hoffman, if you're listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Or Nikayla Hoffman, my daughter. uh, This is what mommy wants. Can I throw out a quick shout out for the writer's retreat at Gateway Con? 14th through 16th at the Renaissance, the luxurious. Yes. Renaissance Airport Hotel. Uh, it is a wonderful place, and there's a ton of activities when you're done the, uh, doing the writing in the room. Well, since you and threw out, out since you threw out the ad for, I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there. Gateway Con, which is being put on by St. Louis Writers Guild, St. Louis Poets Association, St. Louis, uh, St. Louis uh, should be St. Louis Press Club involved. Saturday Writers, and a bunch of other writing organizations in and around St. Louis and the Midwest. If you really love your author, GatewayCon is something to send them to because, I know I'm making it sound like an ad, but I'm really serious about this. GatewayCon is about authors who are either trying to go traditional published, trying to be independently published, or walking the line of a hybrid which walks in between. This is a chance for them to sell, try to pitch their books to agents and do huge networking and, and keep on improving their craft. Trust me, your, your author friend, your author, lo- author lover will love you for it. Over to you, Jen. Uh, having get 
mentioned Gateway Con now. Uh, not everyone can make it to Gateway Con. Right. Uh, but conferences and passes to conferences are, you know, sponsorships to go to conferences are great gifts for writers. I had a gift uh, a couple years ago. I was going to the conference anyway, but it was in town. Uh-huh. So I had a family member gift me a night at the hotel for that conference because I was going to drive in to save money. And they said, no, you would do a lot better if you were networking there at night. I'm going to pay for your hotel. And I really appreciated that because that was something I wasn't going to get myself anyway. So there's probably lots of conferences that are closer to you. You know, ask your writer covertly if there's any that they're thinking of going to. And if there's any way you can help them with that. Because if you're paying for a, you know, a $200 conference for Gateway Con or more for other conventions, uh, that might not be something that you as an individual person can can afford. So it's like, I'm not going to buy you a pass to this conference, but... You know, I want to give you a fifty dollar, you know, whatever, uh, you know, masterclass. Ma- yeah, like yeah. Uh, I'm gonna buy you a masterclass, or uh, I'm gonna give you. I I gave someone once as a gift. They were going to New York, so I bought them a metro pass to help them get around New York. Something that they hadn't thought of. Um, just anything to think about trying to help facilitate their writing time because everyone's different and ways for them to to be able to enjoy their writing time without worrying as much. Agreed. What were you to Brad? Uh, so, away uh, from uh, conferences a bit, one of the things I love and something that you can do for writers because uh, it depends upon the vanity of said writer, uh, <laughs> but get their book in other things, uh, in other ways. So there's this really cool thing that uh, a bunch of different companies do, which is like, turn pictures into uh, canvases mm-hmm. uh, and that of a book cover or of the you know illustrations from said book or something like that uh, make amazing gifts and the best part is around the holiday times those things can drop to like super cheap prices <laughs> uh, so you know things like that that are like personal to the book because though I don't know if I'm personally gonna go out and get tons of things with my book cover on them I will <laughs> but or is always nice. So, and that one's, you know, then special and comes from somebody else. It's me just, you know, wanting my book. So, anyway, yes, we're going to throw that out. Perfect. And also, too, I'm going to come to you, Ryan, next year, next year. But also, too, talking about your book, if you have an author that you love, they should think about Christ- uh, holiday gift for. And I keep changing from Christmas to holiday, so because we do have an audience around the world. Mm-hmm. Um. Buy the book. Buy the person's book and maybe give it a review on Amazon or somewhere. Or even better yet, get it into a local bookstore or tell your friends about that book. And then tell the author, hey, I'm recommending your book to these people. Believe me, the author will love it. Okay, over to you, Ryan. Oh, I was going to say two minutes, one year. Hold, hold, hold that thought. Hold that thought, Ryan. Hold it. Go over to your server. <laughs> Go to your router, Ryan. Go to your router. To you are in the red. Go to the light, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Poor Ryan. Yeah, poor Ryan. He does remote in all the time because he because we are in St. Louis where we're doing these podcast recordings, and he's a good couple hours away, and he joins us all the time, but... 
Sometimes the internet just plays devil's ab, del, plays hell with him. I'm going to keep an eye on you, Ryan, and make sure oh, you're still in the red, but I'm going to keep an eye, and as soon as that changes, I will bring you back. I promise. So just keep wandering about your basement. Yeah, just keep wandering about close to your server, and we'll, hopefully your Wi-Fi will get improved. Um, along to okay. is, go for it, Lashonda. Um, one thing of being a writer is it's kind of expensive for different things. So, like she said, give you a hotel room. Your your writer person might need editing. Maybe you can yes. give, give a little bit on the editing to help them, you know, get their book edited, um, get it proofread, or uh, buy holiday, buy gifts of the buy a set of books and give them off as gifts to your friends. Uh-huh. Especially if it's a fiction book, you can that'll be a perfect gift for your writer friend. You bought ten of their books. And then you're going to give them all this gift. That's a great way. Um, one of a special gift that someone gave me one year was she took the cover of my book and, and created a notebook. So it was the cover of my book. Mm-hmm. And then the inside was this was just a notebook pad. And, and it was great for inspiration to write on or to keep notes in and stuff. And I was like, that was probably one of the best gifts I got. Yeah, if you want to do that, I believe... Uh, uh, I think she did a Vista print. But I thought that was cool. And that would be also an awesome gift to give to your you know, your friends. Create a notebook of your book and give out to them. <laughs> looking for gifts to give out. I'm um, looking at my list and a lot of people, journals were really hot for some reason. Everybody likes journals. Everybody beautiful likes journals. journals. Yeah. I know we go to Marshalls or TJ Maxx. They have some of the cutest journals. Um, Michaels too. They have great journal pen sets. Some people are into really nice pens, and um, they recommend getting pens. I'm trying to see what else they said. Um, oh, promo services. Like I, I sell promo services. You can <laughs> give somebody a gift set, a gift uh, certificate. $25, $50, or $100 in promotion, you know, so they can use later on. I have people buy, I had a lady, her husband bought her $450 worth of promotion. I love that. Oh. <laughs> wow. I was like, yeah, husband, <laughs> you know, but she had promotion for the whole year. Now, let me just say this real fast, and Ryan, you're still in the red. I'm really, you you came white for a second, then you went red again. I don't know what's going on on your, on your side. But to the non-writers who might be listening to this podcast for this episode, I have news for you if you don't, that you may not know from a, from writing industry. And that is, um, even if you're traditionally published, you do need to do all your own marketing out there, all your own promotion. Unless you happen to be like Stephen King, you, you publish your Publish your list and get it done. Okay, Ryan is still having issues. So he did send me a note, and I'm going to turn it over to Jen while I read that note, and I'll talk about that. Go ahead, Jen. Um, just like since we're talking about things to get, you know, uh, obviously gift certificates to office supply stores or Barnes and Noble, or okay. you know, your writer is usually a reader as well. So you know, maybe an, an Audible subscription gift card or something like that. Uh, I would say that what I like to do is uh, give me massages. Oh, yes. Because as a lot of writers can tell you, we spend a lot of time curled into a question mark shape. 
as we are hunched over our notebook or our keyboard or whatever. We have little ter- we have little Tyrannosaurus Rex arms, and all the muscles from our elbows to our head are all tense, and uh, we need to have someone work all those out for us. So massages are a great gift for your writer or anyone who sits at a desk their whole life. Yep. Um, what what Ryan was trying to talk about, but unfortunately his side of the internet's being stupid. He could still hear us, <laughs> and if he can't, if we can't ever get him back on voice, hopefully he'll continue to send us messages. Uh, what he what he said is get him buy him Grammarly. Grammarly is an app that can be applied um, to Microsoft Word and to others that will let you will search out grammar mistakes and spelling mistakes and. If I'm not wrong, I also will check plagiarism. Am I correct with that, or am I thinking of another app? I think um, I got Brad nodding with that. I think it also checks for plagiarism. And by the way, you can do that accidentally. It's, it's surprisingly easy to accidentally plagiarize something. Yes, it is. Especially if you're an avid reader. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you start sounding like your favorite author. Yeah. <laughs> also, too, if your author, if your writing friend happens to be a, a caffeine-aholic, like... Yours truly talking. Craft coffee or coffee is also a great thing. Or if a drink, alcohol is also. There's borrowing from Ernest Hemingway, write drunk and edit sober. But yeah. Be mindful if the alcohol is actually a problem for your writer friend. Please. I wouldn't buy them alcohol if this is something that's not a good plan. Right. Or if they live in a country where alcohol should not be consumed. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so we are around the world. We will this scotch you want. Yeah. So, yeah, Brad will take scotch. He'd be happy. Um, we will this scotch you can. Uh, okay, that's fine. Yeah, so, and, Brad, just, just wanted to let you know that if you do, I just want to see the bottle so you can, so I can enjoy it. But vacation. Vicariously. Thank you. I couldn't get the word out. Yeah. Um, as you consume it because I can't drink anymore. So. <laughs> Don't get alcohol for David. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Uh, it anyway. interacts badly with medication. Yeah. <laughs> Details not required. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it interacts badly with my medication. <laughs> don't get alcohol for Melody either. Yeah. I'll but, have their alcohol. <laughs> um, going back to what LaShonda said about a hotel room, Melanie and I, there's, this, you don't have to get this for us, but I'm just going to share. <laughs> we do have, there's a bed and breakfast that we mm-hmm. go to that we use as a writing retreat. Mm-hmm. Something like that where, where the writer can be taken away from the home environment, just get out of a house or out of the writing office and experience something else is great. Trips for experiences alone. Please, you're a writer. Most of you who are listening to us are writers. You know experience and how important that is to you and how to, how to achieve it. Um, events. Like symphonies and plays and other special events that maybe the writer can't afford to go to or doesn't think they've got the time to go to unless you actually buy a ticket. Something like that will also be a good thing. Um, let's see here. Okay, and Ryan is signing off. I'm sorry, Ryan. I don't blame you because of what's going on with your system, but we will catch you on the next one. Bye, Ryan. Thank you for trying. Um, also, too, um, Ryan talked about Grammarly. I'm going to throw out there maybe a um, subscription to query, the actual paid part of Query Tracker mm-hmm. or the online version of Writer's Market. It might be called writersmarketonline.com. 
I don't remember the actual website. It's been a while. Um, and subscriptions to various writing magazines like The Writer, Writer's Digest, Poet and Writers. Um, there's also various magazines for each genre that is out there. They'll help break it down. And being a member of a couple different writing organizations, mm -hmm. memberships mm -hmm. to those writing organizations. Because they all add up. They can get expensive. Um, Brad, you get your hand up, I think? Uh, I didn't, but sure. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. I can't tell. You're holding your, you're holding your hat, so... I was holding my hat, yes, and resting my arm, but it does actually look like a photo. So, no, totally. Um, real quick, you did throw out... I would also throw out Scribner. Uh, or yes. So, uh, um, those are... That's a program to help uh, writers write, or the, uh, the one for screenwriters, definitely. But, uh, that, that one is the one for screenwriters. Uh, well, while Scribner does have it, Final draft is what the yeah, what the screenwriters use. Those would be awesome things. But then uh, also um, all the cool little word stuff. So we're all book nerds. Um, like there are book pillows, uh, which are like pillows that are in the shape and have like the Great Gatsby or like different book covers on them. Uh, T-shirts of all the old book covers, the out of print and. Uh, I think there's a band book t-shirts now or something like that, too. Um, so, yeah, uh, these are all wonderful things that uh, word nerds totally will go nuts for. And, uh, yeah, make awesome gifts. So, and I totally agree with your experiences thing. Uh, if you want to save the money, go on a trip. It's awesome. Yep. And if, it, if even if it's not even a trip, I just have been thinking as, as when you were saying experiences, there are, if you have a mystery writing friend, um, various police police um, will have a police academy for citizens to go through. They may or may not have a charge. There may be um, different conventions or conferences. We talk about conferences for writers to go to. I'm going to talk about conferences that fans go to that you can um, inter interact with the various authors in your own genre. For example, BoucherCon. That is a mystery and suspense writer. Murder and Mayhem. Um, the one in Tennessee, which might be Murder and Mayhem. No, um, there's one for that. There's, of course, with science fiction. The one fiction. in Tennessee is Killer Nashville. Killer Nashville, thank you. I know, of course, the, um, everybody knows of Dragon Con and Comic Con, but there's also other more local um science fiction and fantasy conferences for fans and so forth. Just a chance to go in and experience that stuff. There's always something out there. Or, okay, I'm going to plug. Melanie and I went out before, was this, I think this was right before we got married, if I remember right, to Long Beach. Yeah, that was before we got it married. It was before, but it was. Sure, we were engaged. Yeah, well, maybe. I might have been earlier than that. Okay. Who knows? But anyway, we went to BoucherCon, in Long, and they were holding it in Long Beach. Now, we could have stayed at the hotel that the voucher count was occurring. But yours truly was like, no. Right across the way, and available by public transportation, was the Queen Mary. The old steamship, the old ocean liner. So we stayed there. Now, beautiful time. It was great. The only thing that was negative, that turned out to be positive for us, was they still had the old, old form of air. Uh, circulation, so there was a pipe open to the next room. 
And it turned out that there was a divorcee, or a woman going through a divorce, who I have no idea who she was, so I can't slander her. Um, she was often quite drunk. She was yelling at her attorney. She was yelling at her kids on the phone, and all calling everything what was going on with the ex-husband. And I'm sitting there going, if I was anywhere else other than Bouchercon, I might have a problem with this. But since I'm at a mystery conference, she's giving me a great plot to a novel. If this was a murder mystery, she would so have been the victim. She would have been. It was all set up. So, you never know what kind of experience is going to happen. An imagination of a, of a writer. Oh, yes. Brad, over to you. Uh, continuing on with your experience thing. So, uh, you know, if writers are supposed to write what they know, then... If you're writing about historical stuff, maybe give them some horseback riding. Not lessons, yeah. just, you know, a horseback ride, a trail ride or something like that. Same thing. Maybe you get them to a gun range if they, you know, so they can learn how to shoot a gun or to an archery range or maybe that bar that's out there where you can chuck axes, take them there. <laughs> uh, you know, but the point is, is that there are different types of experiences that one can, you know, offer up. And uh, by doing these kinds of things, you know, blacksmithing or you know who knows uh, and it doesn't have to be some long crazy thing it could just be that one session or that one time or whatever uh you know it gives the, the writer that kind of excuse and if anyone would like to send me to the lightsaber academy in milan <laughs> i would be really really happy and appreciative brad i know your sword fighting abilities because you and i constantly spar when we do have our sword fighting demonstrations and notice i did say spar because nothing's choreographed I think you can beat the Lightsaber Academy. Mm -hmm. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to say it. But, yeah, historical sites, sites that have either preserved the history so you can feel like you're in that time period, or they reenacted. Um, Williamsburg, Virginia, in the United States, is one beautiful place if you write about colonial times or are interested in writing about colonial times in America. You can get information and just go to Okay, experiences aside, what else out there? What about any gadgets? Or if your writer writes to music like yours truly, symphonic music, or whatever they like to write to. Um, go for it, anybody. Any gadgets or anything else? I have a suggestion that doesn't cost anything. Oh, that's that for better. those who are maybe married with children to take your kid out while the writer stays home for a little while and write. You don't know how much a writer needs time. You can't get time back, but if you could give them two hours, maybe once a week or maybe twice a week of quiet while they can write, that's free. You don't have to spend any money. Take the kids out or take yourself off. If you're just you and him or her and him. Mm -hmm. You know, take yourself off for a little while give them time to write so they don't feel like they're neglecting you, but they have time to write to themselves, you know. So that's one suggestion I would say, do. That was a good one. Over you, Jen. Uh, just uh, to further emphasize time, you know, I made a joke at the beginning of this that, you know, for Christmas all I want is 10 minutes to myself. Um, I described to my mother when I was trying to explain to her why it was important for me to go out writing and not be in the house writing. Mm -hmm. um, that writing a story, specifically a fiction story, but writing anything really, 
uh, is like digging a hole. Mm. You get down in into the hole and you're digging with your shovel and your bare hands and you're moving all the dirt and the, you get so deep down in there that all you can see is the hole and you're just into it. Uh, but then when someone, you know, like you get a phone call or uh, the dog needs to be to go out or you have to go run an errand or whatever, you got to climb back out of the hole and you got to wash all the dirt off and you got to change clothes and go do the thing. And then when you come back, you got to get re-dirty and you got to dig out all the stuff that fell in the hole while you were gone. And it's, it's just so difficult to maintain a sense of immersion in your story when you're always being yanked out of that hole. So that's my, that's my case for quiet time and also getaways. Mm. I like here, that. here, mm -hmm. here. I unfortunately I'm always tied to my cell phone, and not because I want to be, but you know, if people have listened to podcasts long enough, you know I have a mother who is in a nursing home, so anything can happen. Well, yeah, tell, when you're in the middle of something and this phone rings, oh my god! Well, phone, you're, you're, all, you're losing everything. And maybe a good gift for you would be a phone babysitter. <laughs> I, I like this idea. Yeah, someone is like, hey, could you please take my phone away from me for the last, for the next hour and a half? Yeah. And if it really is an emergency, come knock on my door. Right. But yeah, if not, Good I suggest. don't have to worry about it. I love you, Jen. Thank you. That's a great idea. Phone <laughs> babysitter. Okay. Phone babysitter. That, that, that can be arranged. I like this. Um, yeah, I'll I, sit out. I'll take your phone and I'll sit outside. And if something happens, I'll throw rocks at your window. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because I still remember to this day, I, it was writing a mystery. This is a long time before even anything I talked about occurred. And I was writing a mystery, and I still remember the line I was on. His finger was squeezing the trigger, basically. And right in the middle of my sentence, the phone rings. And I thought it was an important call. Turned out it was a telemarker. And by the time I got him off the phone, which didn't take me long, because I was like, I'm not interested in hanging up. Uh -huh. I was so out of the immersion of the story, I couldn't, I couldn't finish the story. Mm -hmm. I was completely out. I had no idea what was going on. And to this day, I still cringe when I think about that. Yeah. All right. Um, what are some other things that you might like or that you think other writers would like? And I am going to throw out there, join a marketing team for your writer. And what I mean by that is, I talked about buying their book and all that. Hey, you hear that you, if you can get them to tell you where they're going to be book signing books and so forth, get on social media and say, hey, go check out Jen and LaShonda. They are fantastic writers and they're going to be at the blah, 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 blah bookstore. Get there, enjoy, buy their books, you know, whatever, and so forth. And there are some writers who have got street teams, as it's called, to get the word out on the street of what's going on. So that just hit me as I was asking, about to ask, so what are some other things that you guys would like as authors and i'll continue to think here and i have not heard melanie talk about too much so yeah. she's not giving me much for christmas over here yeah i'm Can't not sure it? if i want things for right writers for christmas and i think that's the issue yeah. oh, but okay. i was just thinking uh, in general though uh we already mentioned grammarly mm -hmm. but also um Make sure the writer would actually use this because it's highly individualized if they would like a scrivener yeah, we talked about that. We talked about Scrivener and Final Draft and yeah. all those. Um, but bringing that up made me think, once again, make sure that the author would use it. Mm -hmm. And it probably is more that they would try it and then not use it. 
and that's something like Dragon Angle's Dictation stuff. Um, yeah, voice recognition software. Some people love it, some people are okay with it, and some people can't stand it. <laughs> yeah. Some people can't write to it. Um, anything else? I'm looking around, I'm going to throw it out here. Well, we've already talked about all the variety of gift cards and mm -hmm. different places to go and things to write on. <laughs> Uh, subscriptions to stuff. I mean, even Word needs a subscription now. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing that annoys me right now with Microsoft. So uh, I guess the advice would be to ask your writer what you can help them with. If you don't want to surprise them, you mm -hmm. know, it's like I want to. I would like to give you a gift to support your writing. What do you need? Because the the need is is varied and great. And some people might, you know, they've already paid for all their subs and they don't need any help on. The subscription service front, but they would really like to have you cover their, you know, yearly membership to the Writers Guild. Mm -hmm. That would be a great service. Oh, that's awesome. Or would you mind looking after little Johnny the first Saturday of every month yeah. <laughs> so we can go to the workshop? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh. That would be great. Brad, over to you. Okay. Quick shout out. A great present, not just for writers, but for anybody. And, uh... I highly recommend it because it's the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, to go to the zoo, like our zoo, or many zoos do this actually, though. But our zoo, you can become a zoo parent, i.e. you are feeding one of the animals. And yes, you're paying a yearly subscription and they give you a nice little picture and a whole little thing about the animal. But then when you go to the zoo, you're now visiting your animal. And uh, now, groovily, it comes with a, a stuffed animal, so bonus. <laughs> um, but point being and why I love this as a gift A, you are helping support the zoo which is a wonderful organization and does amazing things but it really does give you this sense of not ownership but like uh, adoptionship uh, uh, for the animal and uh, you know when you're out there you'll talk about it as if it's your animal and all that kind of fun stuff but it, the, it, it gives you not only a reason to get out and go to said zoo uh, but this could be a wonderful gift for people of all ages, and it supports the zoo. So, uh, anyway, kind of share. Yep. Just remember, don't go into the cage with the animal, even if you do have adopted it. It's not supposed to happen. Oh, puppy! <laughs> the, uh, a good, like, tie into that, um, if, you're, um, if your writer writes historical or something like that, then... Think about gifts that would then play into their topic that they're obviously mm -hmm. interested in. It doesn't have to be writer-related. If they're writing stories about dogs, then maybe you want to give them a dog-related gift. Just things, ways to show your support for their craft, because feeling supported is very important for writers. Yeah, I say that right there is probably the most crucial kernel of, of all of it. So I say, what do they need in their office space? Maybe they need a new computer. Maybe they need a new office desk. Uh, maybe a chair. Uh, some people don't have a space. I didn't have an office space for a while, so I had a little thing that you sit your laptop on to hold on your leg, mm -hmm. not burn your leg. <laughs> I, I invested in this cute little table that I got at Aldi's. It was a, a little table just to, similar to this, but it was big enough that you could put your laptop, you could put your paper and stuff on it. Oh, no, since we space. are on the radio, could you... Uh... And she was referring to a TV tray. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a TV tray. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm doing video. <laughs> but, um, you know, 
maybe they don't have an office space and you mm -hmm. cre create an office space for the person so they feel like they're actually being productive in their little space. You know, maybe they need a new mouse or a keyboard um, for writing. You know, if there's so many different things that you could buy for somebody's office, you know, if even if it's just like a picture, he was talking about putting a, a picture of their cover on things. Some people collect their covers and put them on. On that. that's that's my dream is to have a wall full of my covers. <laughs> I love that thing. Yes. <laughs> you know, and so um, it's just things like that. Um, business supplies. You'd be surprised how many people say they don't have a business card because guess what? They can't afford to buy some. <laughs> so right. it, it's not that expensive, but it, it it's just stuff that you put off because you're like, well, I don't have that twenty five dollars right now. You know, so maybe you can give give them a, a business cards bookmarks um pens pens can be kind of expensive if you try to buy a book of them mm -hmm. you know but if somebody says hey i got 150 dollars here you go you know or you get a group of people that give you 25 here and 25 there bam you have enough to buy your your business supplies that you need because you need your marketing stuff to get out there you can't just keep showing your picture of your book somebody you got to get stuff to pass out to people <laughs> right yeah, swag stuff. Lots of swags. <laughs> Brad, did you have your hand up? If not, I've got so I was fun. just going to add real quick that I love the desk stuff. Um, I, you know, all that executive kind of distraction. Mm -hmm. um, you know, sometimes it's good, yes, to get stuff that is good for the desk that'll organize or file. But, you know, a good dartboard or one of those yes. weird <laughs> things that doesn't stop moving once you tap it. Mm -hmm. uh, it can be vaguely awesome for writers because a little distraction can be good. A lot of distraction bad, but a little distraction can help us think about that stupid sentence we just can't get right. Exactly. Also, too, I don't think we've covered it, but I'm going to throw it out there as we're getting close. No, we're not to the end yet, but we're getting there. Um, munchies. I like snacks. <laughs> snacks of some kind. Cookies. Hey, even if it's even just bring them once a week or once a day. Well, once a day, especially, but once yes. a week or something like that. They have subscriptions like that where you could get oh, a monthly yeah. subscription of some type of goodies or cookies. One, or if you want to be What's, healthy, you can get the fruit. <laughs> right, right. What's that subscription box that's like a murder mystery that you get every month? Oh, oh my goodness, okay. There, there is one called Hunt a Killer. Uh, I do get this. Uh, <laughs> just want to put it out there. And it's where you get a subscription. Um, every month you get a box that comes in that has a letter and hints or clues, if you will, that's supposed to be from a serial killer. Oh. Yeah. So it, it, it gets interesting. And there's a big online group that talk about each gift and so forth and... Warning of spoilers out there, just in case. But yeah, as everybody's trying to solve a mystery and ask questions and so forth. Brad, am I seeing your finger again? No. no. Okay. So yeah, those are those are things which people will absolutely love. Um, and with that, unless we have any other ones, I'm going to go ahead and cut this one short. We're about 20 minutes out, but that's all right. This is what we get for not looking up things online. Exactly. And doing this off the top of our... Well, real quick. So I did actually look up, and we've hit them all. No. Hey, there you go. You know, it's stuff like getting them the online software, getting mm -hmm. them alcohol, getting mm -hmm. them the tote bags or the t-shirts, uh, getting them an Audible subscription was one we did not bring up. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. We brought it up. 
There you go. Was, uh, yeah, you know, it's all getting them a writing guidebook, uh, getting them comfy pants. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, stuff like that. So we really actually did hit on most of the, like, you know, things that a website would mention. Uh, you can get them a board game. And this is the one that we did not mention that's kind of cool, or the bookends. Uh, mm-hmm. Like a ton of bookends, or a bicycle, or an arrow going through stuff, or all that kind of fun stuff. But, you know, we did talk about getting them master class courses or something like that, you know. In conferences and so forth. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, we, we really did hit on it all. They brought up Scrimmer. They have a huge wine selection online for writers. <laughs> mm, yes. Uh, if you would like to, uh, you know, indulge there. I will throw out those last things since we're kind of doing this. Um, this is not a gift I got for myself, though uh, one day I'll probably inherit it, so yay. Uh, <laughs> but it is something I got from my mother. Now, one of all my book covers, it was something she had mentioned. Uh, and I was like, okay, so I literally went and made, uh, got, uh, I made a, a, a JPEG of all of my covers on a background kind of thing, and then had that printed on canvas, and then gave that to her for, uh, I think it was her birthday or something like that. Mm-hmm. She loved it, great gift. It's uh, bigger than I would have wanted <laughs> in real life. Uh, so for me, it's a little like, oh, God, my covers when I walk in. <laughs> uh, it kind of fun, and it is something I would recommend doing for authors or friends of authors or something like that. Uh, we did kind of mention it before, but it is really cool um, to have. I have uh, the cover of one of my first book um, as a painting uh, done actually by a student for uh, something. But I remember you getting that. Yes, it's a great gift. I love it, and that kind of stuff is amazing to do for for authors because it's something that we're not necessarily always going to think to do ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, two more. Go for it. On the taking the book covers, and um, I've seen people give authors as gifts. They've taken the book covers and made a quilt out of them. Oh, nice! And and um, so I thought that was nice. Um, another thing is office supplies, paper, cartridges right. for printing. Printers, if you might need a printer, things like that that you don't think about that, that, you know, again, stuff costs lots of money, so you put that stuff off. But if somebody, you know, gives you a gift certificate to Office Depot, you can go get you some paper to print on. Or they give you a gift certificate to FedEx Kinko's or wherever Mm -hmm. your local printer is. We're like, we don't, as a writer, I'm about to publish a 300-page, 500-page, 800-page novel Mm -hmm. coming off, you know, double-spaced. I need to edit it. I rather take it to FedEx and let them print it off. That's going to be expensive. But it's also off that they get to wear out their um, machines rather than me wear out my machine. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. even what uh, Jen has done in the past was where she'll have a book created by an online site. And it's just to print, just basically to create an ARC, an advanced reader copy, so she can go through and edit that book. It feels like it's a real book in her hand. I'm not putting any words in your mouth. I'm looking at her. Just waiting to see no, if that's, that's absolutely right. I've mentioned it before, yeah. so you, re, uh, you reiterated that very well. Thank you. <laughs> I, I learn. <laughs> and and the, that service is... Um, I use Lulu because mm-hmm. Lulu doesn't require you to put something up for sale. You can know. print without listing it on their marketplace, which is not something that... Uh, Kindle Direct lets you do anymore, really. Right. Um, you can order a proof, but it's in, they'll they'll have like the proof pages in and everything. But Lulu, you can print even you can print a hard copy there. Kindle doesn't let you do that. Um, and it's uh, 
It's expensive for like large runs, but if you're just doing one book, it's actually pretty cheap. You can get uh, a hardbound book for you know the same you know the the way you would buy one in a store. Mm-hmm. You can get it nicely bound and everything printed out. Especially if your uh, if your writer friend has you know it's like it's a great beta reader gift. It's like yeah, I, I commissioned a cover for you and I put the co- the book in the cover and here's a gift of it. You're not stealing their stuff because it's not going out for sale already. You're just printing a copy off of their uh, their document and giving them the, the one with the fancy cover on it. Yep. Brad, you've got a dovetail. Go yeah, quick tie-in because I just printed up my uh, latest book to do some editing on it. And uh, just to go to Kinko's and have them put it on eight and a half by eleven paper for me and all that kind of fun stuff was over thirty bucks. Wow! Right. Wow! So yeah, it's been fun. So that is something you can totally get for your author. <laughs> or you can go on Lulu and you get it printed and bound and I uh, know so like paperback for six and a half dollars and shit. Oh my! Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, start writing these right there. <laughs> So there's a bunch of ideas. If you didn't have anything for your writing friends, or if you you yourself were trying to figure out what to tell people to get you for any holiday coming up that you get gifts for, there are some ideas. And if you're here in the United States, Black Friday is only a few days away, so you have some ideas to run out with. Black Friday and Small Business Saturday. And Small Business Saturday. And on that note, tune in next week for yet another interesting topic in the writing industry. Actually... I can tell you what that topic is unless we have canceled to make cancellations for it. <laughs> and that is selling your book at a con. Mm-hmm. How to do it. So stay tuned and please share our information with your friends. Take care. The new theme songs for Write Pack Radio were written and performed by Meredith Tate. All copyrights remain with her. <laughs>